Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, and welcome back to the Become Fire podcast. It is I, Deacon Elijah. It's been a while since I've... I've Woohoo! You're the host this. again. Yes. Our host has returned. Yes, it feels it feels surreal. It's You're been, sitting on a chair that you belong to be sitting in. Wow. Yes. We've yeah. just been keeping it warm for you. It it didn't feel warm. <laughs> it actually felt a little bit cold, but wow. it does feel good to be back here. here. But it was okay. still here. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. What do you want from us? The chair was still here. It's man. here. It's here. Yes. I guess I should just take what what I what I can. But uh, Father Peter Teresa and Brother Paul. Brother Paul, that is correct. With us today. Trace Amigos. Yeah. Trace Hermanos. So this is going to be fun. Father Anthony's not with us, though. He's, He's not. But shout out to Father Anthony hiking the Camino. Yes. Shout him out. <clears throat> yes. So. Hope you're doing well. The brothers are praying for you. Yes, we are. And Father, there's a, there's a way that people can keep up with Father Anthony on his That's right. journey. Yeah. So if you go to our website, which is becomefire.faith, mm-hmm. one of the links, one of the tabs at the top of the screen is called Father Anthony's Journal. And he wow. has been very faithfully, I must, I must I confess my, I'm impressed with his fidelity to, he's been keeping a little blog. And then every once in a while, he'll post like a little video, a little YouTube short just kind of showing people where he's at and what he's doing. So if you would like to follow Father Anthony, uh, that is definitely the way to do it. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, they're, they're great. The videos are great. I watched, I was showing the novices some of them the other day. They were loving it. They, mm-hmm. were, they were all fired up for Father, so it was pretty cool. Wow. You, know, you can also probably... send him your prayer intentions there as well, so. Yes, no, that's that's very, very good. Very good. Um, he will be in very many holy sites to bring your prayers, so. That's right. But before I forget, Father. Yeah, don't you know, forget. Because I, I didn't do this when I was the host. So this is a new we thing were, for me. We were uh, maybe more <clears throat> humble when you were around. Wow. We might be getting a little too big for our britches right now. Okay. But please. Well, what I need to do right now is tell you that you should like us <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> To us. Well, you don't have to like us. Like it in a twofold sense. You can like <laughs> us as people. Yes. But if you could also hit that like button, yeah, yeah. we would greatly appreciate it. You can it. like the podcast. You don't have to like us. Oh, okay. That's not a prerequisite. So it's it's something different. Just the podcast. Okay. So this isn't like a personal. So no. they could totally dislike us mm-hmm. at a personal level, Absolutely. but enjoy the podcast. Okay. Yeah. That's really important. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely important. Because most importantly, we want that like. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> first uh, century begging. Here it is. Yes, yes. So, all right. Well, there's the the first ones in the bag there. So, uh, hopefully, we'll build up a repetition over the summer, and yeah, you'll get your sea legs back under you. Yeah. No, I'm a little. You're just warming the chair up still. Yeah. Chair's still a little cold. It is cold yeah. and a little bit squeaky, but you can't hear it because <laughs> my microphone isn't by the bottom. Anyway. We are in the month of May. Yes, we are. It's a great month. There's perfect weather down in Phoenix, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different than Detroit. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. It's been so nice. Yes. Super nice. Can you describe what it was like in Detroit when we left? Detroit, we left. We had a noon flight. It was about 10 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. And uh, it was like probably 45, 50 degrees outside. 
and like sleeting. So it was like kind of like frozen rain. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Um, you know, I was like, Good- I- goodbye, Detroit. Yeah, like, goodbye. Like, see enjoy you your summer. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> we had some beautiful days here since you guys have arrived. Yes. Phoenix has been. embraced you with open arms yes. and yes. a warm yes. smile. Yes. Speaking of open arms and a warm smile, mm. uh, the month of May is a month that the church has dedicated to Our Lady. Wow. That was yeah. a beautiful segue. I thought I thought it was pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. You've had some good ones. There's it been felt a couple good. Of them. Wow, this guy. He's the host. That's <laughs> he why he's the host. host dude. He That's why he's host. the host. Wow. This is great. Um, but so we're going to talk about the Blessed Mother today, which Praise is always God. a treat. <clears throat> One of our favorite topics. Something yeah. we revisit. One rather. of our favorite persons. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. Something That's we right. visit regularly here on the show. Yes. Yes. The Franciscan Friars love Our Lady. And you should too. Mm-hmm. Yes. You should like her for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, For sure. For sure. You should like and subscribe to her. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. That was really good. Well, you know, I'm learning. Yes. I'm I'm sitting at the feet of the master. Oh gosh. This is just crazy. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but if you could maybe just give a little background, um, I found with with a lot of these different, um, you know, monthly devotions or or even um, different feast days or solemnities that we can celebrate in the church, there's often some history behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's the history behind the month of May being dedicated to Our Lady? Brothers, fathers? So my understanding is that this has developed from just sort of like the cultures that Christianity encountered. So in in ancient cultures, May was the month in which you were really moving out of like the cold, dark uh, of winter and then into like the light and the joy of spring and uh, the flowers, new growth and all these things uh, surrounded by fertility. And so there was a lot of like floral celebrations uh, Mm -hmm. in, in ancient pagan civilizations. And so then as Christianity is encountering these cultures and these civilizations, she is purifying and elevating these uh, cultural rituals and, 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 you know, making them about the, the mysteries of the faith. And so around the time of the Middle Ages, um, the month of May had a celebration in which Our Lady was celebrated for 30 days. Um, and so, you know, she... There would be like a May crowning, you know, flowers for Our Lady mm-hmm. and things like that. There's some Marian feast days in May as well, but I, I know they have been since moved since like the 1970s. I think maybe the, uh, I think her coronation actually used to be in May. Mm. Um, and so that's why they would do a May crowning. Mm. Um, but now the the coronation of Mary is now after the Assumption in August to kind of like link those mysteries of the rosary together. Yeah. Um, but we used to celebrate her coronation in May. So we would crown her with flowers. And it was a way to sort of uh, just sort of elevate these sort of ancient pagan uh, celebrations and rituals. Yeah. I would also say that like, there is like a certain fittingness too, just with the idea of like the transition from like kind of the darkness of winter, like into spring and like the, like, and also like fruitfulness, like it's like the yes. abundance and like, so like obviously our lady who is like the most fruitful person who ever lived yeah. like, because she was the mother of God. And so there's like a real, like, like it's, I love this in the Catholicism. Like there's this real incarnational reality where we're like, even like the seasons, we use it as a way to like point toward like these, these heavenly mysteries. So I think it's also just very fitting that May is the month in which we celebrate yeah. Our Lady. No, I meant that. 
Yeah, yeah. She is spiritually fruitful. Yes, she is. Um, very, very interesting that you you know you were saying we we come out of the winter and we come into spring, um, and it's it's this time of of new life and. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much felt like that going from Detroit <laughs> sure, to, sure. to Arizona. So, uh, but um, I think it's it's always uh, beautiful that the church can help us, you know, by reminding us about particular devotions mm-hmm. with the different months, and it's it's almost like a, an opportunity to renew ourselves in that particular yeah. devotion. Um, and the summer, I think, in particular, has a lot of really beautiful ones. Yes. You know, you have the Precious Blood and and um, uh, Sacred, Heart, Sacred Heart of Jesus. Christy too. Yeah, so um, it just kind of to draw us back to some of these devotions. But just talking about, you know, devotion to Our Lady, um, living in a relationship with her. Um, what are some ways, maybe just during the month of May, um, that we can just grow closer to her, you know, just just grow closer to, to Our Lady. And just, uh, I do, I know that we'll be doing at St. John's probably this, yeah, uh, you, by the time this airs, we'll yeah. have already done it. Done a May yep. crowning. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that some some churches will do that liturgically through the Mass with the May crowning, which is uh, very much what it sounds like. You know, just usually a, a crown of flowers that is that is solemnly placed upon the head of Our Lady um, just to show our reverence for her. Um, but what are some other ways maybe that we can grow in our devotion to Our Lady in the month of May? I guess rolling right off of that, um, I mean, obviously, if you can do it at a church, like, it's really fitting in, like, a liturgical celebration. But even if you have, like, a family and stuff like that, like, and if you do have, like, a little statue of Our Lady, it can be really impactful for, like, you as a family just to, like, do your, like, your own May crowning. And even this idea of, like, consecrating your family or household to, like, the queenship of Our Lady. And, like, however you want to do that, you can kind of, like, make your own ritual. I'm sure you can find, like, prayers online for, like, a crowning of it and stuff like that. And then, like... Do that and then have a big celebration afterwards. Give all the kids ice cream or something like that. And yes, like, definitely give them ice cream. And just kind of make it a, a big celebration, I think, is a good way to kind of like enter into it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would encourage to do some sort of May crowning, some sort of domestic, some sort of home ritual uh, with your family or if you're living by yourself to if you have an image of the Blessed Virgin Mary, if you have a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, maybe just have some flowers for her this month that you put before that image. You know, maybe you don't have a crown or you don't know how to weave a crown out of flowers. I would have no idea how to do that. But but if you just want to bring her flowers and, and just keep flowers by some special image of Our Lady or or if you're going to church on a Sunday, you know what I mean? And there's a statue of Our Lady on the property somewhere on your church's grounds, maybe just to like leave a bouquet of flowers for her there, just as a way of of just honoring and recognizing her and just doing something special out of the ordinary. Yeah. And then also just sort of teaching, you know, if you have kids, you know, like, oh, this is Mary's month. We're going to do something special for Mary this month. and. And I'll just kind of teach them as well how to do it. Um, If you struggle to pray the rosary, if that is something that you kind of go through seasons with, you do it and you don't do it, um, let this be a season that you do it um, and commit yourself to, to that. And, you know, Mary has been pretty consistent with the things that she has told us when she appears to us. And one of her consistent messages is pray the rosary. 
So just to do that, I would say too, if, if that's something that maybe you've fallen off the wagon with, or you've never, you know, given that devotion a try just to re-enter into that and just to, to get back on the wagon again with the rosary. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a beautiful way to do that. And, and even, you know, when some of the saints talk about the rosary, especially someone like St. Louis de Bonfort, um, he'll talk about that praying the rosary, you, you are actually weaving a crown for our that's lady. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. And so it's, um, you can't crown her with an actual crown of thorns. Uh, crown of thorns. You crown don't of do roses. That. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Wrong devotion. <laughs> <laughs> do not like or subscribe to that one. Um, if you cannot do the the physical crown of roses, uh, to pray a rosary would be a very fitting way to crown our lady. Absolutely. Um, but I think that um, uh, I don't know about you, but but just the the maternity of Our Lady, and I think mm. maybe a, a lot because of the the feeling of spring and and the fruitfulness of spring and the newness of life that really comes through for me a lot in the month of May. Um, another month for Our Lady would be October, and that's the month of the of the Rosary. Right. Um, but I think that um, you know, there's a really good book. It's it's called Life of Union with Mary. Mm. And the reason I really like this book is um, it lays out all these different devotional things that you can do, you know, for Our Lady to grow in devotion to Our Lady, but. The one principle in there that I really like is it's it's basically, you know, take what applies to you and leave the rest. Um, and all that to say, I think, you know, in, in the month of May, just to ask, you know, Our Lady and the Holy Spirit, you know, like, well, how, how can I grow in relationship with you? And it could end up just being something very simple, like getting, you know, um, some flowers for Our Lady and, and lovingly placing them before an image of her. Or, um, you know, if you do struggle with the rosary, you know, even just starting with, with one or two decades a day and just, you know, asking for the grace to persevere in that. Um, it can even just be like carrying a rosary in your pocket or like yeah. wearing a miraculous mm-hmm. medal, you know. Yes. Um, these things can be very, very powerful and they can just remind us of of her her presence with us. I find things like that to be pretty, pretty even, good. Even on the line of like the, the life in union of Mary, I remember I read that as a postulant. And the only thing I remember from the book... <laughs> Was uh, there was like an ex- exhortation, like just throughout the day, you should just say the name of Mary. Mm. And so it was like something I started like just trying to do in the, like the postulancy. And like whenever I would remember, I would just say like Mary's name and like, and actually found that to be like really effective and like growing in a relationship with Our Lady, yeah. like being aware of her presence in my life, like seeing how she's blessing me throughout the day and stuff. Like, and to your point, so it can be like really simple things. Mm-hmm. And you just take what's there. So like the only thing that really stuck was that. And I'm sure there's like a ton of great things in that book. <laughs> That was the one for me. Amen. Uh, I'm curious, Deacon Elijah, you mentioned that you, this month reminds you of of her maternity and you've experienced that. Uh, Maybe some of our listeners have no idea what an experience of Mary's maternity would even be like um, because she's not biologically begetting them. She's not their actual mother. And so, so what do we mean? What do you mean by her? her maternity and, and and how can we enter into that? How can we experience that in our actual lives? Wowzers. That's a, that's a whopper of a question. <laughs> um, let me, uh, it's sometimes there's certain things it's so hard to, to put into words. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that the main thing um, is just really allowing her 
allowing her to mother you the mm-hmm. way in which she knows that you need to be mothered. Um, and, and again, so much of that is just so simple. Um, like what brother Paul was saying, just saying our lady's name. Um, but I do also think that, um, you know, while we don't want to reduce the spiritual life to experiences sure. and emotions, um, there really is a difference in the, in the presence of the blessed mother. Um, even, you know, with people who might struggle with her or, or devotion to her or whatever it might be, like when they encounter the blessed mother in, in her person, um, it, it usually kind of just seals the deal for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and all I can say is, you know, when, when our lady, when I know our lady is present and with me, um, there is certainly just a sense of just being just totally safe mm. and just totally, um, totally content to just be with her, you know, to just, to just allow her to love me and to, and to guide me into, into whatever, whatever it is in that moment that, that she needs to, to guide me into. Yeah. Um, but I think that for people, if, if, if they haven't experienced that, that, you know, it's, 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 it's not wrong. It's not wrong to ask the blessed mother, you know, like, I don't know what it's like to, to be mothered. You know, I've mm-hmm. never, maybe, you know, some people haven't had the, the best relationship with, with their mother. Um, or even if they have, they just haven't experienced the blessed mother. Um, just to let her know that, just to say, you know, I feel like I don't know you mm-hmm. um, and I want to. Um, and you can be sure that she wants you to to know her and to experience her her motherhood. No, I would definitely, even like, even the kind of grounding it in like an objective sense too, that like, like she just is mother. Yeah. Like, like it is like, like the, the thing we rejoice the most in about Our Lady is she is like the mother of God. Like, mm-hmm. so like she just screams maternity. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, like we get such a gift in Christ who at the foot of the cross really does give us his mom yeah. and be like, this is your mother. Mm-hmm. And so like, and so then to your point, like, like that's just what she does. Like, so like any encounter with Mary is like moving into like this real maternal role that she like objectively has with you that like Christ spoke it. Like it mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. Like she is our mother. Um, and then it's to your point too, but then like how do we, then like, and we just have to bring like kind of that, that reality also then with our own like personhood. Like, cause like, what does it mean for like brother Paul that our ladies are like my mother, not just like kind of like, well, she's everyone's mom and it's kind of right. like we're all in a cloud and she waves at us once in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what does it mean personally for me? Yeah. Like, you said something, you said one word that I, I, I kind of maybe just want to unpack with you guys. Uh, you said the word safe. And and I find that to be maybe not a word that we associate with the spiritual life uh, very often. Uh, but, but I think that experience of of feeling safe, I think is so fundamental to actually just doing the things that, that our Lord would ask us to do. And, and we've all had different experiences in our life that, that have malformed our person, malformed our personalities, malformed our relationships with one another, with superiors, with friends, uh, with whoever, and then certainly with God, um, because something wasn't safe. And so ergo, I had to 
do a certain thing. I had to act a certain way to make sure that I was taken care of. Um, and then just kind of recognize it. And then and we, we even have this experience with, with God all the time where like, where I prayed for something and you didn't answer it and something really bad happened. And well, now I have to take care of myself because that didn't feel safe. That didn't feel good. That didn't. And so I, I really like that idea of just, you know, you know, our Lord tells us to be like children. Um, and, you know, when a children skins its knee, they just run to mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and when a child gets hurt, they they run to mom because cause mom's just going to make them feel safe. Um, and it's not, that, it's not that the Father or our Lord or the Holy Spirit don't do those things, but but I think that is a particular way in which Our Lady really really does that for God's people and for her children. Well, even to your point with that too, like there's something like that just comes so natural to us, like to go to mom, like it's like, it's the first relationship. Um, and so they're like, to your point, like that's why we have like a natural tendency to run to her. That's why I think sometimes it can be easier to like, kind of like start with our lady. And then like, and obviously our lady wants to give you to Jesus. Like, mm -hmm. so it's not, she in no way is taking the glory from the Lord or like sidestepping it or something like that. Um, but it is like, to your point, like, it's like, you're just safe with mom. And so it can just be like, and really experiencing that maternal love with her. Yeah. Yeah. I think of, um, I look at Our Lady of Guadalupe on the wall here. Um, and when, you know, Juan Diego is just like, I don't know how to, or nor do I want to do what you're asking me to do. Um, and she just says to her, or to, to her son, you know, am I not here who am your mother? Yes. You know? Yes. Um, it, in other words, like, like you are safe, yeah. you know, cause I'm here, you know? Yeah. Um, so there is something very beautiful. And I think, I think that, um, sometimes, you know, Catholics of goodwill can be overly pious in their devotions in such a way where it depersonalizes the person mm. of our lady or, or our Lord. Sure. Where like it really is as simple as like like mom is here, yeah, you know, and it's it's not just that we relate to our lady through our rosary or we relate to our lady through, you know, the many litanies that are so beautiful and whatnot, but like the thing I think that she delights at most is that heart to heart conversation and connection where she just already sees and anticipates what you need, um, and I think that that's you know that's so much the, both the, um, the goodness of God, um, that he would give us a mother that is constantly and continuously anticipating our needs. Um, but also it just speaks to, um, the beauty of the heart of our lady that, that she just is, she's on top of it. You know, mm -hmm. she just already sees what's going on. Um, and oftentimes we just need to ask to see her, you know, her acting within our life. <clears throat> even like, even the idea of being safe and with that too, um, I'm trying to say with this, but like there can be a sense too, like when we talk about like, the, like, an, like an overly pious approach um, that like you're actually not really like bringing yourself with it. Um, where like you may be like suffering, you have all these wounds. You might even like have a kind of like a grip on your narrative. Like maybe you've like done some work, you kind of know like the way you tick and stuff like that. But like if you're never giving that to Our Lady, if you're never letting your like into those places, um, like then you like, then there's a certain sense like where you, you won't ever get to experience like being safe with her. 
Um, and I know it took me a long time with that too, in my own experience. Like, but like, why do I feel safe with the Blessed Virgin? Is that because she went to the places that I was like most hurting mm-hmm. and like had the most shame, like, yeah. and uh, and like in that moment, like experiencing a real mother's like love for me, um, where like there's no shame. She didn't condemn me. Um, and she like bandaged the wounds. Like when I was ready, like she brought me to her son. Like, but she'll just hang out with you until like you're ready too. Like she's so gentle. She's so so peaceful. Yeah, yeah, yes. No, she's um, she's pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. That's why we love her. Yeah, she is. That's why we love her. She's she's the best. Yeah, she is the she's best. The best. <laughs> She is the best. Um, I don't know. I don't know that um, there is a friar who doesn't have some kind of gratitude toward Our Lady for both for his vocation and uh, you know for bringing him into a, a deep relationship with our Lord. Um, and I can totally attest to that. I mean, even this morning, you know, just just reflecting on uh, how silly it is, you know, that that people would be afraid mm. that somehow coming to Our Lady in this way would somehow like you know, the Lord would get like peeved or something like that. Get in the way of Jesus. But it's, it's just like, it's just what she does. You know, it's, it's who she is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's her, her maternity, like brother was saying before. I mean, it's, this is the very reason for her existence, you know, is to be the, the, the divine mother, the mother of God and and our mother. Um, And that she, she is part of, of a family, um, with, with the Holy Trinity and that that family is perfect and there's no jealousy or dissension within it. Mm -hmm. And so every time we come to our lady, like the blessed Trinity is rejoicing because she's doing what she was made to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And every time we come to our Lord, you know, our lady is not like, well, you got to come to me first. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? She's just there. She's just already there. Like it's just a family thing that's happening there. Um, But yes. So we thank our Lord for, for our lady and, and for um, just for the grace of, of being able to, to have the, the church, you know, that, that the church is, is the mouthpiece of Christ in many ways. And so when the church says that the month of May is for our lady, you know, for our lady. Jesus is saying, yes. I want you to, to love and honor our yeah. mother in this month. So um, any final thoughts on this or, or things that we can maybe leave our, you know that I always would say viewers, so I'm just going to say that anyway. But listeners, obviously, anything that we could leave them with. <clears throat> I, I have I have a thought. I don't I don't have words for it. So we're just going <laughs> to start. He's the best guy. Let's just let's just throw the dice, man. <laughs> let's go. Uh, it, God has revealed Himself to us as Father, uh, and Jesus has revealed Himself to us as Son, and. And those are such gifts and, and they're so beautiful. And and there's nothing lacking in that and in and, and, and our relationship with them and how they relate to us and all of these things. Um, so there's there's no lack there. And, and then the Holy Spirit as well has revealed himself to us as a lot of things. <laughs> fire, <laughs> fire, water, wind, a dove, you know, like you name it. And uh, But I, I will say that there is an experience of Our Lady, as particularly as as Mother, uh, where you encounter just real, true, genuine femininity. Yeah. Um, and amen. 
and and being loved by um, by woman mm. um, is is something that we need for both as both men and women. You know what I mean? And and she does it as mother. So there's no there's nothing you know sexual. There's no there's none of those connotations at all. They're, they're like there's something about that relationship of her just as as being just mom. And just so good and so safe. And like brother was saying, we're like, she'll just go to the places of, of womb and sh- uh, of, of, of shame and woundedness for her children and just love them there. Um, and that experience of just being loved by woman there is, is profoundly healing. Um, and then in many ways, she is just preparing us to just receive that from her son and from the Holy Spirit. And, and it's and, and 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 maybe that's even just the uh, the wrong distinction to make because the love with which she is loving us is just the love of, of God, anyways. Mm. Um, that that she cannot love us with anything else but 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 God's love because she's just full of grace. Yeah, um, it's just who she is. She, her her immaculate heart just overflows with with divine charity from the sacred heart, and so so there is just something so unique and beautiful about this particular vessel this particular channel of grace this gift that god has given us through the blessed virgin mary as mother as woman that um just does something unique and particular to our wounded human nature no it's beautiful um so this is my last thoughts um (laughs) I guess I just want to make a plug for Our Lady of Sorrows. Yeah. She's like, she is, <laughs> Amen, she is, she is my girl. Get she them promises, yo. Get them promises. Um, Promote that devotion. But it's also, you know, we've been talking about like, and it seems like, it seems, it's one of those things like maybe it seems a little paradoxical where it's like, well, if I'm suffering, I don't want to reflect on Our Lady's suffering. Like that doesn't sound like a very consoling thought. Um, but there's really something uh, about like suffering with another person. Um, that like really like binds you together, that brings you close. And even sometimes I'd be like, you could, uh, maybe even like I have a tendency to think, well, like our lady doesn't know like what it means to suffer. Mm-hmm. She's like perfect. She's immaculate. <laughs> like she's like hanging out with like Jesus. Like sounds pretty sweet to me, but like really enter, being able to like enter into that. But then like, and like, so then being able to experience that, but then also her like entering into my suffering. Mm-hmm. And like, and just this recognition that like she is not afraid yeah. of my suffering. Like, she's not going to be overwhelmed by it. Like, she's not going to, like, lose control. Like, like in all these ways that maybe, like, I, you, I like people kind of project, like, what they're feeling under, like, other yes. people and stuff. And so our, our Lady of Sorrow is, like, totally undaunted by anything you've done in your life, by anything you've said, by any way you've offended another person, um, even the way you've been offended against. Like, Our Lady's just not afraid of it. And she just enters into it. And so, and for, for like, and then my own personal testimony too. Like when I really came to know Our Lady, it was through Our Lady of Sorrows. Mm. So I would just exhort everyone to to pray to Our Lady of Sorrows. Amen. And if you haven't, Amen. go back and listen to our seven part series on Our Lady of Sorrows. Yes. Wow. That must have been while I was gone. It was while you were gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, the seat was very cold then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you've missed this banter. Um, you have to give us your final thoughts. Yeah, what are your final thoughts, Deacon? Deacon? I thought I gave my final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts is that your final thoughts were amazing. <laughs> um, and that, um, no, but in all seriously, that, that just to, just to go to Our Lady this month, um, and just to ask her to, to really, um, 
show her show herself to you in in the ways that she has been with you. Um, and I think one of the things that you'll see is that she's been mothering you all along. Um, and through that, your heart will just grow in affection for her um, as it is meant to. But we have come to that faithful hour. Yes, we have. I don't know if I just said faithful or faithful. You said faithful, which is fine. Okay. I hope this is a faithful hour. All right. Faithful might have been a little more appropriate if I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure what's appropriate. Um but we'll just leave that up to it's the It's always viewers. what you want to hear a deacon say. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's appropriate. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if it's faithful or faithful, but we're doing it. <laughs> I'm still new. Uh, um, I have a question. Please. Um, I think I have a question. <laughs> no, this is my question. My question is, if you could recommend um, one thing to our viewers um, that they could do this month to grow in relationship with Our Lady, what would that be? Go ahead, Brother Paul. I was just, uh, I'll probably just reiterate, um, like, do, do, a, do a May crowning, like, do, uh, really consecrate your lives, your family um, to Our Lady. I think there's something fitting in the month of May to do something kind of uh, outside of the norm, like so, like obviously continue to pray the rosary, whatever other personal devotions you have, but but to do something that's kind of different to like make May distinct, and I think a really good way to do that is to do like a May crowning, or even as Father Peter Teresa was saying, um, to just like even like present flowers to Our Lady, and to do it with the intention that like like well I'm crowning you like with these flowers that you'd be like the queen of my life, you'd be the queen of my family, and just entrusting uh, your entire life to her. I'll. I'll maybe expand on what we kind of said at the beginning is um is is to pray the rosary, but I think sometimes it's so good. It is so it is such a beautiful like petitionary prayer, and we can pray the rosary and bring all of our intentions to it. But um, but to really to meditate upon those mysteries um, and ask Our Lady to kind of show you more about you know, the Annunciation, the Visitation, the Birth, the Finding of the Jesus. I'm just uh, kind of allow her, ask her just to take you into those moments with her and to see them with her eyes, to maybe just taste or share a little bit in her experience of them and to kind of get to know her heart through the rosary, but especially by meditating upon those mysteries um, and how she would have seen them. Yeah. I would uh, I would also just say that the the rosary is just a, extremely powerful, um, and if you're already praying it, then um, just to maybe keep it on your person. Um, and one of the simple things that I like to do is just to hold it, um, even if it's just to hold Our Lady's hand, you know, to to bring yourself back to your mother. Um, she's she's very much uh, present in the simple things that we can do, but. Father, would you close us out in a prayer? Absolutely. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great month in which uh, we get to spend it uh, in honor and in veneration of the Mother of God. And we ask that you would uh, inflame our hearts and give us a special devotion to her, um, inspire us to to take the next step in, in our love for her and, and inspire us with, with devotion to her this month in, in some simple way. Uh, give us the grace to, to persevere 
and that as well. And Mary, Mother, we ask that you would just draw near to us, draw near to all of our loved ones, uh, that you would hear all of our prayers and you would receive all of our works um, and make them perfect and bring them before the throne of your Son. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith slash give. That's becomefire.faith slash give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.